Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, family. <clears throat> like I said, man, I'm rolling solo today. My guy D Butt, man, out in, in LA. Him and Pat and the crew, they will be covering the national championship tonight. So he won't be with us today. But I'm gonna hold it down, man. We got a lot to talk about. Um, the regular season is over. Um, the second season begins playoff time so obviously we're going to talk about the playoff pitcher um who do i like who don't i like uh, we're going to talk about some of yesterday's games um future of some of these players um black monday you know um hate this hate this day of the year but it happens um it started early uh, with the houston texans but we'll touch on that we'll touch on some of the um regular season awards who we think you know, may win some of these awards. But again, uh, we got a lot to talk about. Appreciate y'all tapping in with me. Again, I'm rolling solo today. So if you do have any questions, please, please, please um, put them in the comment section. Um, we're going to rock today, man. It's going to be a good one. So again, man, we're going to catch you on the other side. Man, we told y'all we had a new intro. <clears throat> Shout out to the to the fam, man, getting that intro together for us. Um, man, sure, y'all let me know. Y'all let me know what y'all thought of the intro. Um, so man, let's let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. Um, like we said, man, it's uh it's Black Monday. Um, we're gonna start off, we're gonna start off there, and then we're gonna get to some good news. But um, back Monday, uh, Lovey Smith was the. F I froze a little bit. <clears throat> like I was saying, man, Black Monday. Lovey Smith five. This is the Texans straight one and done head coach. Um, as always, man, put your comments in the section. But <clears throat> I think. This this just goes to show, man, just where this organization stands, where this organization is. Um, you know, everything, you know, in this world, you know, company-wise, business-wise, you know, it starts at the top, right? It starts at the top, and it's something that has to change there. You know, obviously, <clears throat> you know, I'm not sure how many coaches um, the Texans have had up to this point, but nothing has changed i think they had a run where they were decent you know a couple years here and there but i think it's just at the top something has to change i don't think lovey smith got a uh, got a fair shot um i don't think any coach can go into the houston texans right now and in their first year um make huge change no coach <laughs> one year can go in there and make crucial change you know what i mean um obviously you know you look at some some coaches um like even brown dayball you know he came in this year with the giants um he turned that thing around but it's, it's very tough and very rare to do that and to be able to have a gm a head coach and all on the same page that's what's going to turn this turn the team around um i'm not sure what the what the Texans are going to do they end up beating our coach yesterday so uh they fought for that number one pick um that goes to the Chicago Bears. What are Chicago Bears going to do with that number one pick? Um, that's something we can talk about um, later on in the show. But, um, again, man, the Houston Texans, <clears throat> franchise-wise, man, it's, 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 it's not good. And I feel like, <clears throat> and I'm not going to say that it's no talent in Houston. <clears throat> it's talent on, on, on all teams, 
on all teams. That's why we have that verbiage as far as like any given Sunday because any team can go out there and play. And you've seen the Houston Texans this the past couple games, man. They they've been competitive. You know, they went to Dallas and and they, you know, played Dallas wide to wide. You know, obviously they beat they beat a coach team yesterday. The coach team was struggling as well, but. Man, we, it's, it's, it's interesting to see where the Texans go from here. You know, um, what do they do? You know, as far as GM, do they keep the GM? Um, do they bring in a new GM and a new head coach um, at the same time to get them on the same page to see if they can move the needle with this franchise? But again, man, it's, it's, it's tough to see. I'm pretty sure we'll hear some more, some more firings um, as, the day, as the day goes on. Um, started off in Denver, you know, um, getting rid of coach. I know it was a tough goal this first season, but Lovey Smith was fired yesterday after the game. Um, one that I have my eyes on is out there in Arizona. Um, out there in Arizona, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, he's supposed to meet with um, on a bit well today and see how that goes. But that's another one that, you know, you can keep your eye on. So, again, man, it's uh, – it's Black Monday. We um gonna see who get moved around and um and see what happens. And see what happens. Um Anthony, uh please tell me Denver is getting a new coach and a QB. They'll be getting a new coach for sure. But QB, no, he locked in the Russell. They locked in the hell, man. Um, again, nobody's going to take over that contract. Um, yesterday, <clears throat> you know, he, he he looked decent. You know, had had a had a good win, had some good throws there. So, hopefully, you know, this offseason he can you know get back to you know, old Russell. You know, get that rapport with it with his with his guys, with his teams, with the receivers. Um, like we seen, you know, lay down the stress the receivers, um, especially Jerry Judy coming to his defense. I'm talking about how much, you know, Russell, he works hard and, and all of that. And that's that's true. Um, I'll never um, question his work ethic. But at the end of the day, it's all about what you put on film. It's about how you go out there, how you play. And, you know, it's it's it's, it's been rough for us this week, this year. So, again, um, Anthony, man, Denver, if you're a Denver fan, you definitely could be expecting a new coach. But a new QB, my guy. You locked and loaded for at least another year or two. Um, Mr. Scampers, is Josh McDaniels in jeopardy? I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I think Josh will be there next year. Um, you know, moving on from Carr. I think that's a decision that was made. Him and probably ownership. <clears throat> Obviously, you know, him, uh, the team deciding along with uh what Carl decided that, you know, he could be he remove he could remove himself from the building the past two games um to keep him away from injury so that trade value um could be high as we move into um you know uh, free agency. So I think Josh McDaniels is, is good for the next year. Um obviously, you know. Got to see where the team goes, uh, what direction they go in at the quarterback position. And then obviously just, again, see, see how the team plays and see how they respond to whatever, you know, what happens in this offseason. But I think Josh McDaniels is safe for another year. Um, long long run, not sure. But, again, you know, that's one to, uh, to keep, a, keep an eye out for. Um, another two more coaches uh, that's getting a lot of talk. Jim Harbaugh. Um, Jim Harbaugh is getting a lot of talk, you know, Denver, um, you know, a lot of talk as far as him um, coming back uh, to Indy. Um, I think, you know, I, I get a lot of questions about Jim, Jim Harbaugh. You know, when I went to San Francisco, um, he was a coach of my first year. And um, a lot of people ask me, like, what did I think of Coach Harbaugh? And, you know, you see, um, you see and you hear a lot of different people just talk about him as a person. Um, whether you like him as a person or not, um, I always say he was a hell of a football coach, right? Um, you know, it was when I got there, it was some some differences between him and management, um, and that's cool. 
But what I can say is that as far as like, you know, his football IQ, um, knowing what to do to be able to get, you know, men ready to play and, you know, his track record speaks for itself. You know, obviously as a head coach at um in San Fran, you know, take him to a Super Bowl, take him to an NFC championship. Um, he can get it done. You know, obviously, you know, played the game. Um, you know, at Michigan now, you know, hasn't you know, Michigan's been good, but you know, Michigan being the type of program that it is, you know, they haven't been able to get to that the pinnacle. So again, man, his name is is, is going around. Um I think some teams would would love to have him on the sideline in that locker room. So uh, we'll look out for that. And then also Sean Payton, you know, Sean Payton, I think Denver um, was granted to be able to to, to talk to, to Sean Payton. Sean Payton, I think obviously is a, is a, is a good coach as well. What he did uh, out there in New Orleans. So again, that's another name to look out for as we get um, these coaches start to move around, start taking these interviews and stuff. So we will see. It should be interesting. Um, we're going to see, man. Um, <clears throat> as we talk about the Lovey Smith, man, we Coach Dungy, the great Coach Dungy, Hall of Famer Coach Dungy. Uh, what are the Texans doing? What kind of operation is this where you don't have any convictions about supporting the coaches you hire? Who is going to want to coach there if you might only get one year to implement your plans? Two years in a row is ridiculous. I agree. And this is coming from a Hall of Fame coach. So if he has this sentiment, I can only imagine what other coaches may have. Now you have coaches who um, that are itching, itching to have that head coaching position. So they might take and say, hey, I'm going to run with it and see what happens. You know, but again, you know, I think if somebody would advise a head coach who's looking to, to, to coach and have that head coaching role, hey, um, you get that opportunity. You got to do the. You got to make the the best to make the most out of that opportunity. Because again, we know that you know you, you you might not get another shot. You might not get another shot. Another thing that could be interesting too, where D'Amico Rhines, you know, the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, had a hell of a career with the Houston Texans. A lot of names, or well, his name is being brought up, saying that you know he should get a lot of um a lot of love when these head coaching vacancies. Um, up here. So D'Amico Rhymes, man, hell of a job at the DC uh, defensive coordinator position with the 49ers. So, hey, he could potentially go back to Houston um, in that head coaching role. So that would be, um, that would be good too. That would be good too. Um, let's get to some of these games. I'm going to run through some of these games for sure, for sure, because I want to get to this playoff picture um, and talk about some of these matchups. Again, I'm a firm believer that going into the playoffs, playing your best ball is key, right? And also, and also, matchups are key. So right now, I honestly would say, look, man, let's throw throw the rankings out of the window. Like it's it's it's, it's win, and you keep going, right? You lose, you go home at this point. So regardless of what the the, the regular season records were, hey. We got a, a week for this, this wild card weekend. We got a week to prepare for a team to play. Let's go out there and let's get it done, right? So I definitely want to get off into this, uh, the playoff matchups. Um, but let's touch on some of these games um, from the weekend. 14-3 Chiefs, 31-13 um, beating the Raiders. Again, you know, Chiefs, you know, doing what they do, um, <laughs> creating some 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 talk man they came out the huddle uh the linemen going in circle come out they score a touchdown man so they they out there and have they're having fun and that's what the game is supposed to be about out there having fun getting it done um i know i know the people in that building they love to come to work obviously they have patrick mahomes travis kelsey they have a, some great coaches on the coaching staff andy reed um so they're playing at a high level very confident going into the playoffs um, again, we talked about the Raiders, you know, Josh McDaniels, is he safe? We talked about Carr. Um, eventually, you know, he's going to be, be moving on. Um, Devontae Adams, you know, had a, a record-breaking year for the Raiders. Um, we talked about, you know, the, the main reason why he came to Las Vegas is to team up with his college uh, quarterback, Carr. So, you know, we'll see how that goes, man. But, again, we'll definitely see the Chiefs in the playoffs, um, Raiders. 
you know, as we always say, man, they getting their vacation ready. But uh, interesting to see how they'll uh, bounce back next year. <clears throat> Tennessee and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who saw this coming? Did anybody see the Jacksonville Jaguars making the playoffs? Did anybody? I'm asking everybody in the comments, did anybody see this happened. Jacksonville Jaguars, nine and eight, winning the AFC South. Hold on, I think, hold on. I think somebody might have mentioned this earlier this year. Hold on, hold on real quick. I've been, I've been, I've been thinking about what you've been saying about the Jaguars, too. Somebody, I was on somebody's, uh, I was on Michael Fabiano, Lindsey Rhodes, this weekend, we're talking fantasy. Like, you know, Trevor Lawrence, got some pieces around him, got ETM back, his college running mate. You got a grown-up head coach now with Doug Peterson, <laughs> Super Bowl champ. We saw the jump Carson made from year one to year two. I said, "Hey, B was on it this early. He might be on the same." Just, 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 just give my credit, man. When it, when it, when it happens, when we start seeing this thing turn, you know, now I don't want to do too, too good. You know, they they in the AFC South without coach, but. Definitely them Jags, man. They, they, they might be up to something out there down. Yeah, man. Down see. south in Duval County. Man. So, yeah. Those Jacksonville Jaguars are in the playoffs. Nine and eight. Um, great game against the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans uh, travel down to Jacksonville. This was a great game. Great game. Um, I thought one of the keys to this game, I had picked Jacksonville to win this game. I thought the keys was for the Jacksonville Jaguars fronts on both sides to control this game, right? Um, obviously, on the defensive side, stopping that that monster of, uh, you know, Derrick Henry, um, they did a decent job. They did a decent job. And then on the offensive side of the ball, protected Trevor Lawrence, Um and, you know, letting Trevor, <clears throat> Travis, NTNA, um, get off and, and get busy, man. So I think they did a decent job on both um, on both sides of the ball. Um, the Jags, I, when we get, when we touch on this playoff pitch, I'm surprised over some of my picks. But the Jags playing good ball going into the, going into the playoffs. They're playing confident. Um, as I said earlier, that's what it's about. It's about at this point, at this juncture of the season, man, playing some confident ball. Um, and they're confident. You know, AFC South uh, champions, I, nobody saw this coming except for me and the people in the Jacksonville Jaguars building. Uh, I'm pat myself on the back on that one. But um, good stuff by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Good stuff. Good stuff. And then the Tennessee Titans, man, they got a. They got some. They got some decision making. Some decisions to make. Oh, then you drafted. Um, you drafted a quarterback, but then you know um, you bring Josh <clears throat> Joshua Dobbs in. You know uh, he he played he played pretty well. He played pretty well. Smart smart guy. Um, so they got some decisions to make as far as that quarterback position. Um, they got a good team, a solid team, um, but I just feel as though they haven't progressed um, year to year. But again, man, uh, good stuff by the by the Jags, man. Good stuff by the Jags. Um, Brad Hendry's stiff arm is was nasty. Um, you know, defensive players though. We that's that's what you look at on film though. Like you know, I know that's what I did as far as safety. Um, being in the run support, you know, you look at how these running these running backs run, right? Um, you had some running backs that was vertical runners, you know. You had some running backs that were, um, you know, they leaned, they was over the, you know, over their toes. Um, you had some runners that you know would like to, you know, put a move on you. So you had to really study study the backs, right? <clears throat> um, what they like to do? Are they like a stretch? You know, one cut downhill. Um, and when just watching film on, on Derrick Henry, you just got to know, you know, you know that stiff arm is coming, so you got to try to time it up where you can knock that arm down. Um, 
and get them and get them down on the ground. But it, it, it's tough. It's easier said than done. But um, to your point, Brad, that that still farm is national. <clears throat> um. <laughs> Uh, Minnesota and Chicago, Minnesota 13 and 4, 29 and 13. Man, beating up on the Bears, man. Bears 3 and 14. As we said earlier, they have the number one pick with Tennessee winning yesterday, beating the coast. The Bears now officially have the number one pick in the NFL draft this year. Question. What do you do with that number one pick if you are the Chicago Bears? Do you draft? Do you draft the best player available? The best player that you have on your board, do you draft? Or we have another option is trade down and you can get more picks. Um, I would say <clears throat> trade that number one pick, get more picks. Um you're not going to take a quarterback in the draft. Um, whatever position that you're looking at, you know, whether it's to show up their offensive line, whether it's to get some um, Justin Fields, some some help on the outside, I feel as though you can do that. You can do that, you know, mid-first, late-first, even early-second round. So get you some draft capital um, and build that team. You know, uh, first-year uh, first head coach over there in Chicago, um, I feel as though they do have a good foundation with some some key core players, some young players. So um, get some draft capital um, and build and build a team and build a team. Uh, I think that's what they should do as far as the, uh, the Chicago Bears with that number one pick. Um, but who am I? You know, it's it's it's, it's more way, more than one ways to skin a cat. You could definitely keep the number one pick. You know, and, and again, pick the best person on your board. Um, after you go do your due diligence, after the process of combining the bowl game, you feel like, hey, this guy's deserving of this, of this number one pick as an organization. That's what you feel. Shit, go 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 do what you do. But if if A B had a GM um, hat on, I definitely would trade those picks and get some more capital. Um, so again, this off season should be very 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 interesting, very interesting for a number a number of teams. Cleveland and Pitt. Cleveland seven and ten. Uh, the visual matchup against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers um, winning that game twenty-eight to fourteen, finishing the season uh, at nine and eight. Finished the season at nine and eight. Um, shout out, shout out to Coach Tomlin. Um, again. Not having a losing losing season. He hasn't had a losing season since he's been the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Shout out to Mike Tomlin, man, my guy from Newport News, 757. Uh, Denby High School graduate. You see that jersey up there, the number four. Um, so man, happy to happy to see that, especially the way the season started. Um, and the way he was able to pull that team together, keep that team together, and um at the end of the season, still have a shot. Um, to get into the playoffs and finish nine and eight above 500 once again for Mike Tomlin. Um, Steelers, man, they have a, a, a great foundation over there, as they always have. Just a, a great organization from the coaches, from their leaders, um, and, 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 and ownership. So, um, done a great job. Uh, good young quarterback, Kenny Pickett. I think he's he's the guy. Um, I, I spoke earlier as earlier this season when I felt as though they should have um named him the starter from the get-go, you know, from from Pitt. Um I know the fans would have been would have rallied behind him. Um and shit, throw him in the fire. And typically I don't say that. Typically if you got a vet um in front of a rookie quarterback, say, hey, throw the vet in there. Um let the rook, you know, see the game from the sideline in the film room. And then, you know, mid season if it's that time. Um, get him in there, but from from the jump, man, I'm like, man, put Kenny Pickett in there, man, let him rock. Um, I think he's that guy. Um, got some young young talent. Um, you know, obviously in the backfield on the receiver, I uh, got some big time players on defense side of the ball. Obviously, Watt, uh, Mika Fitzpatrick. So they got a great foundation, so they can build off this season. Obviously, it's not how they wanted. It's not it, the season didn't start how they wanted to, 
but finishing on a um, on a good note that's something that you can roll into the off season with and build on that so again man shout out to coach Thomas, shout out to the pittsburgh steelers man running a hell of an organization man uh so again you know one of these you know close but not enough and of course the cleveland browns i think the cleveland browns man they had um some high expectations for for the team once the shot uh came off uh, suspension uh that really didn't happen um i, I knew kind of knew that was gonna happen just with you know him not playing for you know he didn't play last year um and then suspended you know majority of the season this year i know it's gonna be a little bit of rust um then obviously it seems like they're gonna part ways with Jadavion Clowney again they have some young talent um on the Browns team so we'll see where see 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 where they go you know that division is tough year in and year out man um these teams come to play ball. You got Cincinnati Bengals. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers. You got the Baltimore Ravens. And then, you know, the Cleveland Browns. So, again, man, this 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 division always plays some good, 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 solid ball. So, Cleveland Browns, man, keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. And like I talked about, Mike Thomas, 16 seasons, no losing seasons. That speaks volume on the job that he's doing. Hell of a job, hell of a job, hell of a job. Mike T. <laughs> Next up, man, we got the Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals. Baltimore Ravens, 10 and 7. Um, in the playoffs, the Bengals 12 and 4. Um, in the playoffs as well. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens still without their star quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Um, battling a knee issue. Um, they thought that he would be back um at this point. And this is an inter this is an interesting um situation, right? So obviously, you know, with big talk about Lamar and his contract. Um, and I'm a, as, as always firm believer, yo, bet on yourself. And we've seen this Baltimore Ravens team and the offense without Lamar. And this is a question for, for you guys. You gotta play hardball in this business, right? The teams do it all the time. You know, a player may say, hey, look, I think I deserve this. I think I'm worth this. Team says, I think you're worth X. I think you deserve X. Being that the Ravens are, have not been playing well without Lamar. Lamar's been out. They're going to the playoffs. What would you do if you was Lamar? I get it. I know a lot of people going to say, hey, look, don't leave your, leave your guys out to dry. You know what I mean? Be a team player. You know, go out there and ball. But again, we talk about this all the time. This is a billion dollar business. Big business. So as a businessman, every player is their own business. As a businessman, what would be the smart move for Lamar? Just a question. You know what I mean? I ain't trying to, you know, rough no feathers. But just a question. Just a question. Does Lamar, should Lamar look out for Lamar and say, look, I'm not healthy. Um, I got to see this first, this first game of the playoff out. Or should he, you know, say, hey, you know, let's go make a run. Just a question. Just a question. So we got Okami. He better sit until he's paid. He keep getting hurt. Tim Langens, hope I said that right. Depends on how healthy he is, for sure. Uh, Jacoby Hawkins, um, he should go ball if you want. Some team will pay him. But on the other side, he should protect himself. Facts. Um, if I'm Lamar, I forced myself out of Baltimore. They traded their only receiver for a new center. But again, um, it's tough, man, because you got to think. You got the franchise. So the, the Baltimore Ravens can franchise tag. Uh, Lamar for the next two seasons so this is gonna be tough again like I said I, I I'm not gonna say hey Lamar you should do this no more you should do that but this is an interesting time and uh and topic that you know Lamar really can handle either way he wants to handle so that's gonna be it's gonna be dope my guy Marcus said I think you play but I don't know 
the circumstance surrounding his injury or or the severity. I mean, it's a knee. I mean, he's been out what the past four, five weeks. Um, we know the style of game that he plays. He needs his legs to to be um, that impactful player that he is, that special player that he is. So again, um, you're gonna see. Uh, speaking out loud with Renee and Bobo, are you hurt or are you injured? Heard you a thousand percent. But again, as we say, this is a big business. Big business. Um, uh, with you being on the sideline, you're showing like, look, this team is different without me. Everybody can see that. This team is different without me. So what do you do? What do you do? My oh, man, Marcus said, what would A.B. do? I'm going out there and play. <laughs> I ain't going to front. I'm going to go out there and play. Um, but, again, I'm not sure how how um, how bad this injury is. Um, again, we, we only get bits and pieces. But on the business side, I'm not mad at nobody who's going to say, hey, I'm going to sit out. You know, I'm going I'm, I'm to chill until I'm 100%. Um, so I get both, I get both sides. I get both sides. I get both sides. So um, we'll, we'll definitely look out and, and see what happens. But knowing the type of, you know, player and competitor uh, Lamar is, I think if it's any chance or any, you know, slight chance that he can go out there and rock, help his team, um, I think he'll be out there. New England, Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo 13-3, man. Uh 35-23, man, uh, beat beat the Patriots, man, 8-9. Um, Naheem Hines, man, taking that opening kickoff um, back, man. That stadium was going crazy, team going crazy. Um, you know, still, man, thoughts and prayers um, to D. Hamlin, man, you know, making some 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 major, major progress. So it, it, I love to see it, um, him sitting up, being able to watch the game. You know, um, FaceTime with Meek Mill, man. So, again, man, sending, sending, sending major, major thoughts and prayers out to, to D. Hamlin, man. Hopefully, you know, continue this this special, special um, recovery. And uh, the Bills, man, still rolling, 13-3. and three. Um, Going to the playoffs hot, playing some good ball. Um, yeah, man, Patriots. They got to figure something out. I think they, they definitely got to bring in an O.C., um, I think they're doing Mac Jones a disservice, um, just throwing anybody, you know, in that position and say, hey, look, we're going we to um, just call these plays. You need to bring somebody in that can really mold and help Mac Jones be uh, a quarterback that he can, he can be and max out his potential. Because I think he does have a lot of potential, um, a lot of upside at that quarterback position. So, um, Patriots, got to look yourself in the mirror, man, and, and figure it out. Figure it out. Obviously, we already know what the culture is, good culture, but got to bring a few more pieces in, man, to get them back to where they were. Um, yeah, get them back to where they were before TB12 got out of there. <clears throat> this was a, 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 I don't know if you want to call this a, a defensive game or just offense. Offenses weren't um, <laughs> playing that well. The Dolphins um, finished up 9-8. and eight. Beating the Jets eleven to six, Jets seven and ten. Both of these teams started off pretty pretty good this year, um, but you know it's about consistency. Got to be able to do it for seventeen weeks. Um, Dolphins obviously, you know, um, their their franchise of their of their um, organization tour battling with concussions this year. Um, so you know we'll see what what happens with that. You know, bringing Tyreek Hill over. Uh, Jalen Waddle, man, they got some dogs over there. That defense, they gotta tighten up on that defensive side of the ball. Um, and Jets, biggest thing for them, great young talent um, on both sides of the ball. Um, but they gotta figure out that that quarterback position. If you're gonna be one of those teams here in the league, you gotta have a guy. Got these maintenance workers out here, but. You got to have a guy that position, right? And I'm not saying you got to have a, a somebody that's out of this world, but you got to have a guy that's capable of getting the job done and then being able to build around him with that defense on that side of the ball. Um, I just think you need to bring a guy in or get you a guy that's, that's 
that's capable of getting the job done. Not, not, I ain't gonna say a game manager, but somebody who can go out there and get it done. That's not gonna lose the game for you, but can make some plays for you, for you too. So you're gonna have some quarterbacks out there, Carl. You're gonna talk about A Rod, his future. Um, you know, it looked a little, a little funny last night, you know, after, after, after Detroit beat them, but well, do you go with Mike White? You give Zach Wilson another shot. What you do? What do you do? Um, TJ, man, worried about two as you should, man. Like three, three concussions in that short amount of time. Um, that is scary. That is scary, and we we. Wish him the best, hopefully, you know, speedy recovery. But that's something that he has to sit down with doctors, his family, and really just look himself in the mirror. Hold on, it's big and loud. Hold on. All right, we back. But yeah, man, that, that's scary. That 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 is scary, and um, want to be able to walk away from this game and years after still be good. So we definitely, definitely um, prayers, prayers up for uh, for tour, prayers up for tour. TB uh, Tampa Bay and Atlanta, Atlanta man put a whooping on the Bucks. <clears throat> Falcons finished uh, seven to ten, Bucks eight nine. Um, losing season, but they're in the playoff. They're in the playoff. They'll be facing the uh, Dallas Cowboys, and they have a home game. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk about that once we get into the, um, the playoff picture. I'm not really going to touch on this game much. Um, you see it there, Falcons, you know, ended up ended on a good note. Um, also in that division, uh, New Orleans Saints, uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, Panthers win 10-7. I actually had the Saints in this one. But uh, Carolina Panthers, I will say this. I think they started off the season one and four, finding the head coach, um, trading for Baker Mayfield, getting Baker Mayfield back out of there, Sam Donald, um, getting another shot to, uh, at the starting position, traded one of your franchise players in uh, Christian McCaffrey, and to kind of turn the season around, um, Steve Wilkes, the interim head coach, I think he did a hell of a job um, bringing that team together, um, you can see the team out there fighting um, week in and week out. What? Last week, um, was in a position um, playing against the Tampa Bay Bucks to uh, put themselves in a real good position to get into the playoffs. So um, we said it on this, on, on the pod, a number of times that Steve Wilkes, I feel as though should be the front runner to be – Named the head coach of the Carolina Panthers from Charlotte, went to App State um, here in North Carolina. Um, you can tell the players they're going to run through a wall for him. Um, and I was able to play for Coach Wilson one, his, his, his one year as he was a head coach with the Arizona Cardinals. And I can tell you, um, good dude, smart coach. Um, and that's what you want. You know, you want a guy like that, lead men, being able to get in front of in front of the room, um, tell you how it is, knows the game, can put you in the right positions to make plays. So uh, hopefully Carolina Panthers, man, they look and think long, long and hard about, you know, just the future of that organization and, um, and where it's going. Cause I think Steve Wilkes can do a good job leading those guys. Leading those guys. Um, Houston and Indy. Houston and Indy tricked up that number one pick by beating our coach, well, my coach, 32 to 31. Um, Texas finished the season 313 and one. Coach finished 412 and one. Um, starting with our coach, man, 412 and one. It was an ugly one. Um, I don't think anybody expected that from uh, from the Colts. I, I actually kind of had them first or second in the AFC South. Um, and I I wasn't in the locker room. Um, obviously, you know, wasn't on the field. But this 4-12 outside looking in, this 4-12 season, 
seemed a little seemed even worse than the two and fourteen season. I was on that two and fourteen um coach team. Um and I don't know if I'm 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 out of line with that, but y'all tell me if, if y'all agree or not. For those that remember that two and fourteen season, again, I was in that locker room, so I knew how to I, I know how the morale was. I knew, you know, what was going on. Um but again this is this is me outside looking and being a coach of the fan uh, a fan of the coach. Um it just seemed a little off. And we talked about the Texans, you know, firing Lovey Smith, not sure where they're going to go, um, direction they're going to go in as far as hiring a new head coach. But it seems like it's been the same storyline for the Houston Texans for, for a while, for a while. Just a lot of dysfunction there. So we'll see what happens there. And even with the coach, we'll see with their head, head coaching, uh, head coaching uh, job. You know, Jeff Saturday came in as an interim. So does he come back? Um, as a full-time head coach, or do they go elsewhere? So, again, we'll have to see. And then, you know, when you bring in a new coach, nine times out of ten, they want to bring their people in. So now it's just about, you know, uh, um, a revolve. Not, I'm not going to say a revolving door, but when they bring their guys in, it's sometimes the system changes. So the players got to adapt to that as well. So two teams in the AFC South. So to, to keep an out, uh, eye out on. Um, Arizona Cardinals at the 49ers. 49ers 13-4. and um, 38-13. Put a whooping on the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Brock Purdy and company, man, still getting it done. The 49ers are playing, playing real, real good ball right now. Um, playing some real good ball offensively, defensively. Um, I would not want to see the 49ers. Um, in the offs, so they have C the Seattle Seahawks coming to visit them. Um, wild card weekend, um, another divisional, uh, uh, a divisional rival. So that'll be the third time this year the Seahawks and 49ers face off against one another. Um, but surprising that the 49ers could be playing with their third string quarterback and still playing how they're playing. Um, you know, started off with Trey Lance and, you know, unfortunate injury. Um, then Jimmy G, another unfortunate injury. And now Brock Purdy, man, he's out there and the 49ers haven't missed a beat. Haven't missed a beat. So that's kudos to Brock Purdy. Um, being ready when your name is in your number is called. Um, to, uh, to Shanahan, you know, being able to still put his, his players in position for them to be successful. And to the guys, you know, um, next man up and not, you know, um, falling off, man. So shout out to the San Francisco 49ers and the Cardinals. We talked about um, talk about them briefly at the beginning of the show, just like, you know, where do they go from here? You know, Kyler Murray, he'll be, you know, rehabbing that 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 knee injury. Um, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, does he come back as the head coach next year? Um, will it be a coaching change? So, again, I think, uh, again, the Arizona Cardinals hasn't been good for them. Um, so, I, in my opinion, I think it will be some changes. Um, so, we're going to see, man. But 49ers, a team you do not want to see in the playoffs right now. Not right now. Dallas and Washington, man, this this was surprising. This was surprising. Washington Commanders, 8-8-1. Eight, eight and one. <clears throat> Beat up on the Cowboys, twenty-six to six. Um, Cowboys twelve and five. Right now, I feel like they're limping. They're limping into the playoffs. They go down to Tampa Bay to face a uh, Tampa Bay team that's eight nine. But this is a total different season, right? Again, you can scratch your records. You can scratch what you did in the, um, in the regular season. And then, as we know, a team led by Tom Brady. Who all he all he does is excel in the playoffs, man. It, it's scary for Cowboys. I'll say that right now. Dak did not did not play good yesterday. The team didn't play well yesterday. Um, and for them to let a Washington Commanders team beat up on them, led by Sam Howell, um, that's not a good look. Not a good look at all to the Cowboys fans. I don't think a lot of time we don't have a lot of Cowboys fans here on the pod that 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 that. You know that's that's with us live, but I know I got a lot of guys, a lot of homeboys who's Cowboys fans. It's not looking good for them. 
Um, I will say this right now. I'm picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Dallas Cowboys. I'll say it again. I'm picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the 8-9 and nine Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the 12-5 and five Cowboys. And I feel like a lot of people are going to be with me on that one. Yeah. Jay Starship. Yeah, you heard me. I'm picking the Tampa Bay Bucks over the Cowboys. You must be a Cowboys fan. Because if you seen, <laughs> if you seen how them Cowboys played yesterday, and I get it, Tampa Bay, they not playing well. But um again, I'm putting my money on TB12 right now. I'm putting my money on TB12 right now over, over the Cowboys. Rams, Seattle, another good game. Um, Seahawks was able to get this uh, get this win, 1916 uh, in overtime against the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Um, Detroit beating Green Bay. Um, got the Seahawks in, man. So shout out to Geno Smith, man. Geno Smith stat, man. Has officially set the Seahawks single season passing yards record, surpassing um russell wilson and i seen another um another it's not really a stat but with geno smith um leading the seattle seahawks to the playoffs he hit an incentive i think it was a was it a meal so shout out to geno smith man um everything that he's um, that he's been able to do leading that um, Seattle Seahawks team um, to the playoffs. Um, I think uh, a few people doubted him. And as he said earlier this season, man, they wrote me off, but he didn't write back. And that was a quote for a few weeks, man. But that's a quote to, that you can live by, man. Like, you know, they wrote me off, but I didn't write back. You know, kept his head down, kept working. Um, and now look at him. You know, going to, uh, going to the uh, San Francisco and um, playing the Niners. So they got a tough matchup ahead of them. Um, I think it will be a good game, though. It will be a good game, as it always is between those two teams. Um, New York Giants at Philly. Philly 14-3. and uh, Jalen Hurts, we talked about it um, on last Thursday about, you know, should Jalen Hurts play? I thought that, you know, maybe sit on me on a risk of injury. But obviously, you know, him being healthy enough, um, himself and the team, thought it was uh, – you know, smart enough to get him out there so they lock up that number one seed, which they did over the win um, against the Giants. Um, you know, three NFC East got three teams in the playoffs: Eagles, Giants, and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Eagles got this first uh, first week by. Um, NFC goes through Philly. Um, having that home field advantage, man, it's a plus. It's a plus when you don't have to travel. Your routine stays the same, um, so that's that's good. But they still got to come out and play ball as. I've said a number of times, I'm, I got Jalen Hurst as my MVP. Um, when, he, when he was in there, man, and clicking on all cylinders, I think um, with just one loss, obviously yesterday you see, you know, it's a better team when, when he's when he's at the quarterback, at the quarterback position. Giants, um, shit, played tough. Played tough. Didn't um, play some of, their, uh, some of their key guys. Um, smart move by them. Um, the Giants, they have the Minnesota Vikings, um first first uh first round wild call weekend again upset alert you heard it here first on a man and man pod with a b upset alert giants will beat the minnesota vikings call me crazy if you want but i told y'all man i got some i got some surprising picks for y'all in these playoffs i got some surprising picks and we're gonna get to that once i get done with <clears throat> once we get done with these games Los Angeles Chargers at the Denver Broncos. Come on, Chargers. Um, thought y'all was going to be able to pull this one off, but the Broncos finished the season off strong uh, with a win. Uh, Russell played, you know, better um, than he's been playing throughout the year, 5-12. and 12. I don't think it was anything what they expected with him coming over and firing the um, head coach and Dan Hackett midseason. Um, so we'll see who the, new, who the new head coach will be uh, for the Denver Broncos Chargers. 
um, getting a little bit health, well, getting healthier. So we'll see what Justin Herbert and company will be able to do um, on this playoff push. And last but not least, last night, a hell of a game, hell of a game. The, um, the Packers needed to win this game um, to get in. Um, we knew that the Lions were going to come and they were going to play, uh, play tough and play hard. Uh, they finished the season nine and eight. It's the brand new Lions, brand new Lions. I, I, it's funny. We, I remember talking to D-Butt on this show earlier this year, and we said, what was a successful season for the Detroit Lions? In my opinion, it was making the playoffs, and they were close. Um, D-Butt, I think he said it was between like between seven and nine wins. He could see this as a successful season and something they, they could build on. Dan Campbell, um, I think he's making everybody a believer as far as how he can lead his team. Obviously, the team, the guys in that locker room um, are buying in. Um, we talked about it as well as far as the Lions and that that coaching staff having a, a number of former players on that staff and wanted, wanted to see them be successful, um, having more guys that played the game on that sideline and pouring into the guys. So, again, um, shout-out to the Lions, man. A hell of a game um, yesterday. Jared Goff, um, I think he you – know, I'm not going to say – revitalize his career because you know a lot of people are trying to um down him but i think he's a great fit for what the detroit lions um are doing right now uh williams he set you know setting that record um as far as most uh i think yeah most touchdowns and most rushing touchdowns in the season passing barry sanders shout out to him you know, very charismatic guy if y'all seen the interview uh last uh last night after the game my man went from crime to, to, to call y'all out. Um, like, hey, look, don't think, uh, don't think it's soft over here. Don't think it's sweet over here just because of, of, of these tears, man. But going from one and six to nine and eight, a beautiful thing, man. So, again, Detroit Lions, definitely a team to look out for next year. Uh, they're going to add some pieces um, to the, all of the pieces that they already have in that building. Um, yo, shout out to the Detroit Lions, man. Uh, on the Green Bay Packers, I thought. They was going to be able to come in and, uh, and get it done. Playing at home, playing at Lambeau, but just a lot of mistakes. Um, just a lot of mistakes last night, playing undisciplined. Um, it, it, it didn't look like it looked the past, I would say, three to four weeks when they was on that run. Um, so they're home. Um, they're going home. And um, big question, what does the future hold for, for Aaron Rodgers, right? You know, you've seen him walking off. Uh, the field last night, you know, hugging uh, Randall Cobb. I forgot who it was that asked him for his jersey after the game, but he was like, man, I think I'm going to keep this one. Um, and, again, sitting on the couch watching the game, I'm like, okay, man, it seems like, you know, as a player, you always know in your head, like, okay, well, I'm, I, it's time for me to move on, um, whether it's a different team, whether it's, it, whether it's, you know, him saying, look, man, I have a hell of a career um i can go on and and do some other different things it's kind of it's, it's what it what it's what it looked like again i'm not saying that it is but what does the future hold for him um does he go to another team um it's, it's going to be plenty of teams that would love to have somebody like Aaron Rodgers um taking the snaps for his team um does he go to las vegas right does he shoot him and yeah he team back up with Devontae adams right uh, you're looking at the Jets. You know, it's it's a. I, I don't know if the coach will be able to be able to get them, but it's a, a lot of teams that would love to have somebody like A. Rod um, leading that team. But again, we'll see, we'll see, man, we'll see. But again, them Detroit Lions, real, real deal, real deal. Um, and before we get out of here, like I said, I want to touch on these matchups, right? The wild card matchups. I'm going to start off on the AFC side. And I'm going to give you my picks on Monday because I'm, I'm standing strong on my picks. I already know. AFC, NFC, I already know. Our AB, I already know what it is, right? So, Baltimore and Cincinnati, right? We just talked about Baltimore, Lamar Jackson. Um, 
don't know what his availability is going to be like, right? I'm going Cincinnati. I'm going with Joe Burrow and company. I feel like Cincinnati, man, they started off slow, but um, they picked it up. They picked it up uh, towards the end of the season. So, yeah, man, I'm going Cincinnati um, in this Baltimore-Cincinnati matchup. Miami and Buffalo, no questions asked. I'm going Buffalo there. Um, you know, not having tour, not sure who's going to be at the quarterback position, Thompson or Bridgewater. Uh, I'm going strictly Buffalo right here. And it's Jacksonville and Los Angeles uh, Chargers game. I am going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, you heard it here. I am going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So there you have it on my on the AFC side. I'm going with Cincinnati over um over Baltimore. I'm going um shit, who else was it? I'm going Cincinnati over Baltimore. I'm going Buffalo over Miami. And I'm going Jacksonville over the Chargers. Y'all can call me crazy or whatever, but I'm telling you, those are my picks on the AFC side. Going over to the NFC. Going over to the NFC side. These playoff matchups for the wild card. We got the New York Giants against the Minnesota Vikings. I told you, I see upset here. I feel like New York Giants will go in Minnesota. And we'll have an upset there. Now y'all rock with me now. I, I I told my man Tone to get the, uh, the the final tally of these records of the season. He ain't do that. So, but I'm trying to tell y'all. I feel I'm feeling good about these picks. Seattle against San Fran. Seattle, Geno Smith, Pete Carroll, great job this season. But you going to Santa Clara, man? In San Francisco, man, they hot right now. They real hot. So I'm picking San Francisco there. Um, and I told you, Dallas against Tampa Bay. Dallas going on the road facing uh, the 8-9. Uh, Bucks led by Tom Brady. I'm going with Tampa Bay there as well. Kansas City um, has a bye week. Philadelphia Eagles has a bye week as well. One more time before we get out of there. I'm going Cincinnati over Baltimore. I'm going Buffalo over Miami. Upset. Jacksonville over the Los Angeles Chargers. Jacksonville whooped up on the Los Angeles Chargers earlier this year. Obviously, the Chargers had a lot of guys out. I think it's going to be a, a completely different game, but still, I got the Jacksonville Jaguars in that game. And then on the NFC side, one more time, I got the New York Giants over the Minnesota Vikings. The Seattle Seahawks over the – no, 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 I'm tripping. I got the San Francisco 49ers over Seattle and Tampa Bay uh, beating Dallas. So – um there you have it you got it early in the week monday um my picks my picks and of course shout out to FanDuel, um the official official sponsor um of the man to man pod i'm gonna get this read for you real quick you know what I'm saying? And be on the lookout too, man. Um, the man to man pop. We um maybe in this might be at the Super Bowl on Radio Row, man. We're gonna keep y'all posted though. But again, um there's no sweat first bet. Um up to a thousand dollars um back in free bets. And when you sign up, you gotta use that promo code. Everybody should know it now. It's the M2M Live. Um Again, that promo code M2M Live, that's up to $1,000 back on your first bet um, if your first bet does not win. Again, as we all know, uh, this FanDuel app is easy to use. Um, it's America's number one uh, sports book. So, again, man, y'all tap into it. Y'all use that code um, M2M Live. And I think for the playoffs, I'm going to tap in. I'm going to do me some same game parties as well. My guy, D-Butt, he does it all the time. He's been winning a lot of money for the people. So I'm gonna think I'm gonna tap in doing this playoff push, this playoff run, and um and put up some same game parlays as well. As always, it was good, man. Rocking with y'all today. I wrote Dolo from state to state, but nah, man. Um, this podcast thing, man. When you sitting here, it just seem like you're talking to yourself. This shit is tough. But as always, man, we appreciate the love that y'all show for show to us. 
Um, each and every Monday, like I tell you, man, get your 30 minutes in. Um, health is wealth. Um, we're going to put this disclaimer up. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. TJ, what you say? AB, Denver just got permission to interview Cowboys DC Dan Quinn. Okay. Okay. Um, Tim, man, I appreciate you, my guy. Javier, love, love, G.I. Joe. Um, battle with AB, man. Battle yourself. Do that early and often. Please, please. John, man. Thank you. Thank you. T-Bone, I appreciate you. Crow, Crow Unit 20. Love. Um, again, man, appreciate everybody. Corey Willoughby. Um, yeah, man. Hopefully we trying to we trying to get it done, man. Make it happen, man. Um, as always, man, it's that steady grind for everybody who've been rapping or been rocking with us from day one. We appreciate you. Um, to the newcomers, we appreciate you too. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, and we are out of here. Oh, All right, family, we gone.